All right, we got our favorite guest we have, Bob Stoops, brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. Bob, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm going to guess one of the advantages of being a now-retired football coach is that these days, man, it's Masters Week, and you don't really have to mess around with spring practice or any spring games at this time of the year. No, I sure don't, but I, I can't say that that was a big thought into me at, uh, leaving my position and, and, and retiring, but, but I'll take advantage of it this weekend for sure. What's that course like? I know you've played out there several times, and you know I've heard different people talk about it. And it, the common thing is that it the television really doesn't do it justice. No, that's very true. Sometimes you can see when a guy's standing there in the camera, he's looking into the camera talking, and you notice the fairway behind him is like at a dead slope. I mean, the the the, the undulation is is what everyone talks about. You you really don't. You, you can't do it justice until you walk it and see it. And then, uh, so, yeah, there's there's all kind of, you know, not just on the greens, but even the fairways. And, you know, like, number 10 might as well be a green ski slope, you know, <laughs> when you you go down, you know. So, and then the other part is the, the severity of the greens is hard to explain to people. If you're uphill into the grain, you, it's, you almost, you can't hit it hard enough. And if it's downhill with the grain, it doesn't matter how little you slow you hit it, you're going to roll off. So that's the beauty of it. Like people talk, it's a, a second shot golf course. You could hit a beautiful shot onto the green, but if you're on the wrong third of the green, you might as well be 100 yards off hmm. because you're not going to get the, the, the putt anywhere close to the hole. So the, the severity of the greens is also a, a really unique part of it as well. Bob, we've been talking a lot about the Nebraska game in uh, week three this year. Uh, a lot of our listeners think that that's going to be the toughest game that OU has this season. Way too early, how do you evaluate OU's early season trip to Lincoln? Because it feels like Nebraska is going to put a whole lot of emphasis on that OU game early on in the season. Oh, and they haven't before? <laughs> no, well, they always do. <laughs> yeah, same, same old, same old. Like no one puts any importance on our game when we're coming to town, right? So, um, listen, I, I I'm I like Scott Frost. I think he's a really good coach, and uh, and I think you know, little by little, he'll continue. They'll improve. Um, but uh, and and I I knew it was going to be a tough game last year. At least I I predicted it would be, and uh, you know, so I I don't you know sure going up to Nebraska and. They'll be gunning for us or circled us, sure. But, you know, we'll have motivation as well. I know, you know, our, guy, our guys will understand the history and tradition of that game. And so, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I could see it being a tough game, definitely. But uh, we'll, we'll have several tough games, you know, through the year. But I got total confidence that Coach Venables and the staff and the team will be ready for the challenge of it. What were your impressions of coaching up there in Lincoln? And we were discussing earlier, was, did you coach three, was it three times only up in, in Lincoln that you took the trip up there? I believe that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it's always tough, you know. We, we had some tough games with, with uh, them up there. And, uh, they're, you know, they're a prideful, good program. And I understand they, they haven't been what they, you know, lately here overall what they've been used to being. But, 
you know, but still, you know, they're 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 always a challenge, always a good team, and and again, when we come, you know, it's always a, you know, they're aware of the tradition and history of this game as well, and and they always play well. Check out the full line of rock and roll tequila. You can get some of that rock and roll tequila at Yo Pablo on Campus Corner in Norman. You know, I'm curious, Bob, about Drake, your son, because it's probably never easy to go into your redshirt senior season and you get a new coach that late in your career. But the new coach is a guy that he essentially grew up around. So how much is he individually, how much does he like to see like the new coach coming in this late in his career, but it's someone that he's known virtually his entire life? Yeah, but I don't think that matters as much as does our offense you know, fit what he wants to do and what he's able to do. Sure, they've got a great relationship, as we all do. But, you know, when it comes on the field, that part, that's not really part of it. You know, you're, you're working, you work with your players like you do with everybody. So as much as anything, I know Drake's been excited just in this, you know, and I don't want to speak for him. That's not right for me to do. But I think from what I, you know, can see, he's excited about just, the offense and and uh, his part in it, along with you know the other receivers' hand in it, you know just what they're they're doing and the energy that all the coaches bring. I know that's been talked about as well, and uh, you know so all of that you know is what matters more than just the prior relationship. I don't know how how much you've been up there to to see the team during spring practice, but they've got to be getting close to. Uh, the halfway point, maybe even just over the halfway point of spring practice. Have you had any kind of just general impressions on what you've seen from them? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been to a lot of practices and uh, a ton of energy, a, a ton of contact, uh, playing, you know, you know, just a lot more tackling, more physical, uh, more drills that, that require that. And, um, and, again, a ton of energy, both sides of the ball. Um, you know, I love uh, watching uh, really, you know, uh, love watching the quarterback, Dylan uh, Gabriel, just great arm. And uh, you can tell uh, he's run this system because he looks really smooth and comfortable in it. So anyhow, I, I've been really impressed. I, I think they're making, you know, great strides every time they go out there. Bob, that was a, an unbelievable basketball game last night. It was a little bit of a later start, 820, um, though it couldn't keep Teddy's attention. Teddy's so old uh, now that he fell asleep before that awesome out. game even uh, <laughs> got over last night. Well, Teddy's getting off the So I I was able to complete the game. I thought it was a excellent game. you got to give KU credit for, you know, all of the things they did down in defense – Pounds getting second, you know, second looks at it overall. So, uh, congratulations to Bill Self and KU. I mean, uh, they fought hard for it and, and, uh, you know, more than earned it there, you know, in that second half. Yeah, it was good stuff. Um, at least that's what I heard today whenever I uh, <laughs> found out who won the game. Hey, Coach, are you going to have any uh, – are you guys doing anything for, for the spring schedule? Are you guys covering any spring games or anything with Fox? No. No. As far as I know right now, that that's uh, – you know, that hasn't been talked about. Good deal. So we can expect you out there with the uh, the statue unveiling with Baker Mayfield then, I guess. 
Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. It'll be, I know the Sooner fans will embrace Baker being back, and I love it that they're doing it now at halftime. That makes it a, a lot, you know, it, that gives everybody in the stadium more of a chance now to, you know, to participate and be a part of it and uh, see it and also, you know, hopefully we can, like, you know, Coach Venables and the team been asking, hopefully we can fill that stadium. Everybody come on out and enjoy the day. Would it be a good or a bad idea if I if I took a shot of uh, rock and roll tequila after every <laughs> touchdown during the spring game? Well, uh, that's that's always good. How about it? <laughs> okay. at, your own risk. it. <laughs> at your own risk. Depending on how that offense is looking, uh, Dylan Gabriel been looking pretty good through the spring. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. We know you're busy. All right, guys. Good to be with you. Boomer Sooner. Thanks, Coach. And Boomer Sooner. Yeah. I might do that. Do, you, do they sell it in the suites where you are? I'm not going to be in the suites. <laughs> At least I don't think. I don't know. I'll keep you updated on what happens. We tried to buy the South End Zone Club uh, seats for 25 bucks. Sold I out. think they're sold out. I told you that yesterday. Oh, really? God. Oh, yeah. Now you know how it feels to be me every single day. Or I tell you something, and then like three minutes later, yeah, Faruka, I think he caught three balls in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, I just said that two minutes ago. Well, I guess I didn't tell you they were sold out. I told you if you don't hurry and get it done, they're going to be sold out. they are. (laughs) Uh, You think when they're patting you down outside the stadiums, sir, what... What is, what is that? Uh, it's a ukulele. Yeah, it's, just really excited to be here, sir. <laughs> it, it's not <laughs> the Brent Venables era. I'm it's, excited. It's not. It's not a, a huge bottle of tequila. It's the ukulele I carry in my pocket. All right, here, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. This hour of the rush is brought to you by.